Hello, my friends, and welcome to Time Between Times Storytelling with me, Owen Staten. It gets darker still. There is that slight nip in the air that makes you feel chill but warms the heart. The time between times is getting stronger. The time for tales is getting longer. And I have a wonderful tale for you today. Thank you for choosing to join with me. Today's tale is attached to one of the most famous tales in all of Wales. The tale of Gellet the Hound. Now, if you've not heard Gellet's story, I recorded it some time ago and it's on this podcast. However, I have recorded a new version which is available to all my Ko-fi and Patreon subscribers. So if you wish to listen to the new version, please head over to there and have a listen. But if not, just sit back and enjoy the tale of the goat and the ghost. Diolch an fawr. My friends, it's time we went to the fire pit at the heart of the forest. The place where tales are told, songs are sung, and poems are performed. Sit back, relax, close your eyes if it's safe to do so, and just listen to this tale traditionally told. You look outside your window. You see the cold. You see the rain. You see the wind whistling through the streets. But sometimes you must brave this to get to the fire pit at the heart of the forest. You put on your coat. You put on your hat. And you step outside. The weather hits you in the face and you pull your coat close around you, turning around to lock your door. And you make your way to the street. The cars are whirling by. People are carrying umbrellas and holding their coats tight around them. All of them seeking shelter. Seeking the modern trappings that make life so comfortable. But we are heading to the forest. We are heading back to nature. We are heading to that place of peace at the heart of the woods. You see it in front of you. The trees stretching to the sky like a dark wall. But there is that gap. That pathway. The way that leads to the place we want to go. We walk on the crunchy leaves of the path. The cold seems to melt away. As far away we can see the spluttering fire of the fire pit. Distant at first, lost amongst the trees. Just a flash of light in a wall of darkness. But as we grow closer, it grows bigger and warmer until we see it. There in the clearing at the heart of the forest, the fire pit, and gathered around it are all our friends. Their smiles are so warm, their welcome so happy, and we sit on a log, 
filled with moss. It should be uncomfortable, damp and wet, but it's far, far the comfiest thing I have ever sat on. I can feel the warmth coming from the fire on my hands and my feet and my face. And then the storyteller stands, silhouetted against the forest, surrounded by shadow and shadow's shadows, and begins a tale at the time between times, the time when it's neither night nor day, but the sun has gone and the sky is grey, the time when the veil between our world and the fairy world grows wafer, wafer thin, so thin that for a moment, and just a few moments, we can reach into that realm, and for a few moments they can reach into ours, because now is the time that people see lights in the sky. Now is the time that people see the Talwith Teg. Now is the time that people see fairies. So while this time is upon us, let us journey long ago and far away to the north of Wales, in a town that was called Bath Kellet, nestled in the huge mountains of Errari, that surrounded it like jagged teeth on the landscape, was the Goat Hotel. Surrounded by field and forest, the Goat was a lonely place, empty but for a crackling fire. Long ago it had been busy and bustling, but these days travellers were scarce on the road to Bath Kellet. Robbers would often be seen, and people were often felt unsafe, and the number of visitors fell. And there behind an empty bar stood David Pritchard, the owner of the hotel. He had lived there all his life. He had seen all there was to see in the area. He knew all the legends, all the ghosts, all the people. But this night he sat alone. The wind was hammering down outside. The rain fell like thunder, and the thunder roared in the distance. He polished a glass and looked out the window. Suddenly a fleeting shape passed that window and made its way to the creaking doorway of the bar. And in stepped his friend, Hugh Morgans, bracing against the wind. He came forward, sat at the bar and ordered a drink. He remarked how quiet this place was. And David Pritchard told him the story about how nobody would come to the village any more. Hugh Morgans was known as a storyteller. Someone who could tell a tale with the best of them. He often travelled the land telling tales for money. And he said to David, What we need here, Di, is a ghost. I think I've got something better than that, said David Pritchard. The village is called Bath Kellet. People say that an old monk lived here and died here long ago. But we need to make this a place where people will come again. We need to make this a place where people will brave the roads and the rain to drink at this bar, to eat, and to stay here. Well, how do you propose doing that then, my good friend? Well, once upon a time, 
a man from far away, across the sea, came and stayed here. And he told me a tale that made me weep. My heart still feels sad when I hear it, but it's one of those stories that you can't help but love. I suppose that's the tale of the faithful hound, isn't it? That tale is told everywhere, or so they say. Do you know that Prince Llewellyn, Llewellyn Vaur, the great prince, had a hound? You know, he lived not far from here. Maybe that's the story you could tell. Maybe indeed. Pritchard and Morgans talked until late in the night. Morgans told the tale of the faithful hound, the tale that we know as Gellet. And the next night, they arranged to meet again at midnight with a small church in the centre of the village. Bells would ring. For they now had a plan. The next night, sure enough, the night was cold and clear and crystal. The David Pritchard and Hugh Morgans made their way down a path next to the river till they came to a spot under an old tree. And there they dug a grave, an empty grave, that they then covered with rocks. The next day they made a headstone, and on that headstone they wrote the name Gellet. That night they talked again of this story of the faithful hound, and Hugh Morgans arranged to travel the local villages, the local towns, the local fire pits, where he would tell this tale to anyone who would listen and say that the hound was buried in Bathe Gellet, as the village would now be known. Sure enough, off he went, travelling the land and telling the tale, a tale that everyone loved. Wherever he told it, tears were wept, but hearts felt full of hope for this hound that Llewellyn once owned. And sure enough, the plan was a good one, for people would come to the goat hotel in the town called Bave Gellet to hear the tale, to visit the grave. And Pritchard's coffers swelled. His business boomed, his heart grew happy, and every time Morgans would go out to tell the story, he would go further afield, in the hope of bringing more tourists back to that place. But one day that all changed. It was a dark winter's night. Morgans had travelled far from the south of Wales, and he returned home. He could see the lights of the Goat Hotel on the hillside, and he could see that it was full of patrons drinking and singing and hearing stories. And as he approached, he walked through the door in the hope of seeing his friend David Pritchard once more. He walked up to the bar, and the bar people were there serving the, the guests. But Pritchard had not been seen since the morning. Morgans was told to go upstairs and bring him down to the bar. But when he went into his room, his heart sank as he found his friend dead in bed. His sadness knew no bounds. He did not know how he would make any money. And sure enough, without Pritchard, the goat hotel started to grow quiet. The town started to grow sombre. The visitors to the grave started to drop. 
But every night, Morgans would go there and sit in the bar, an empty bar, and wonder how he would carry on with his life. But strange things started to happen. The people in the hotel would always say that at night, after dark, they would hear a scratching in the hearth, as if someone was cleaning out the fireplace, as Pritchard was wont to do. Others said they saw a ghostly figure walking the path by the river that led to the grave, and some even described it as David Pritchard himself. Morgans wished nothing more than to see his friend again, so one night agreed to wait in the bar to see what this ghost would bring. Sure enough, at the time between times, the time it was neither night nor day, but the sun had gone and the sky was grey, he started to hear a scratching in the hearth. As he walked inside and peered round the corner, he saw a figure move past the window. He rushed to it, but the figure was making its way down the path towards the river. Summoning all his courage, he rushed outside and followed it. From a distance, even in the dark, in the shadows, he could see that sure enough it was David Pritchard. He followed the figure across the winding path until they came to Gellert's grave. And there the figure stopped and turned around. Morgans was terrified as in the gloom he looked upon his friend. But he walked towards him. And then the spectre spoke. Hugh, I had no choice. I had to leave suddenly and I know our plan was successful but I feel sorry that I have left you you who walked the roads you who told the tale go back to the goat and there in front of the hearth you will find a loose stone pick it up and inside you will find a bag of coins enough to keep you in comfort for many years. All I ask of you is that you keep the Goat Hotel alive and you keep the story of Gellet in everyone's heart. With that, he pointed at the grave and vanished. Hugh Morgans rushed back to the Goat Hotel, making his way up the winding paths. He burst through the wooden door until he came to the fire. Then he knelt down, and sure enough there was the loose stone and the bag of gold coins. The goat hotel went from strength to strength, bringing in guests from all over the world, and the tale of Gellet spread far and wild, until everyone knew the tale of the faithful hound. A tale often told at the fire pit at the heart of the forest. The Goat Hotel is still there. The Goat Hotel is still bustling. The town of Bavegellet, a popular tourist destination for all and sundry. And there down by the river, the grave of the hound Gellet that brings people from far and wide to listen to its story. The ghost of David Pritchard had not been seen for a long time, 
but sounds are still heard, and a figure is still seen moving out of the corner of one's eye on occasion. So maybe he still walks the winding paths of Bath Gellert, at the time between times, a time when it's neither night nor day, but the sun has gone, and the sky is grey. And that, my friends, is the tale of the goat and the ghosts. I'm glad you enjoyed it, or I hope you did. No star. My friends, should you wish to suggest a story or just write to me, please do so at owenstaten at aol.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at Owen S. Griffiths and look for my other podcast, Spectre of the Sea, which I record with my good friend Bethan Briggs-Miller. It's a docudrama based on the coast and spirits of Wales. On a Sunday night on Twitter Spaces, I often perform a live tale, so follow me on Twitter and you are more than welcome to join us. And remember, I have a Ko-fi page and a Patreon page, and on there are bonus listens, bonus mindful listens, bonus tales, bonus photographs and videos that you can have access to for a small fee that support me and this channel and the telling of tales at the time between times. I hope you are all well. No star, my friends. Good night. <laughs>